me about your background and how you got involved in audio branding. Well, my background has always been in sound design and music composition, and I've always been really interested in cinema sound and how you can communicate so much information and affect people's understanding of what's happening up on screen using this complex sonic vocabulary that exists. And then when I started working more in film and adverts, I was really amazed at how little importance was placed on sound and how it was always a last-minute thing, not only when it's accompanying visuals, but even more so across all other touchpoints and communications. And it's that area that started really interesting me, and I started seeing the potential of using this complex sonic vocabulary and this emotional connection that we all have with sound in more creative and innovative ways and in different environments. Can you tell me a little bit about your company and your position in particular? Well, Condiment Junkie was formed out of discussions between myself and my co-founder, Scott King, just about the potential sound has as a branding and marketing tool and how we can do some really interesting stuff with it. My role as creative director has been to steer us a lot more into the experiential side and investigating how we can use sound to profoundly affect experiences. I've been getting us deeper and deeper into actually researching the true effects of sound so we can quantify it and then apply what we know to our projects. We try to take decisions about sound and music away from taste because that's subjective and more towards understanding the actual effects of sound and then being really creative with that. thoughts on audio branding in general? Well, in general, it's still quite misunderstood. It's mostly still seen as advertising music or a sonic monomic. We've had over 50 years now of people recognising the importance of a visual identity. In recent years, people have started paying much more attention to tone of voice. And I think audio branding or sonic branding, however you want to term it, as well as other sensorial forms of communication like scent branding, are the next thing, and I think people are beginning to pay more attention. How do you feel about the Audio Branding Congress, and what do you think people will take away from it? I think it's a great thing. I think it's about time we all started getting under one roof, and I hope people can take away from it a sense of unity, that we're all part of one big, happy industry. Can you talk about the importance of the Congress for marketing and branding experts? Well, hopefully it will be a place where marketing and branding leaders can come and learn a lot more about what we do and learn about the applications of a sonic identity so that they feel confident approaching their clients with it. What is your personal criteria for excellent audio branding? Well, sound is such a powerful form of communication that it needs to be approached with the same strategic considerations as with a visual identity. And when it's used in mobile and smartphone applications, you can communicate this brand identity whilst also using the sound to create a much more tactile, much more engaging and memorable user experience. What are your predictions for the future of audio branding? I think what's really important, and hopefully this will start coming together over the years, is unifying the language and get it defined. And in that way, we can communicate a lot better to clients and they can start understanding what we're trying to talk about a lot clearer. 
I think that's going to be one of the biggest shifts in the world of audio branding in the future. And last but not least, we would like to thank our sponsor, Man Made Music. Thank you.